The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Ugh, I'm not in the mood. Do we have to do this? Yes. Wait, are we recording? Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Allie Colbert Show. Bonsoir, and welcome to the Ali Colbert Show. I remain your host, Ali Colbert. Hi, guys. I didn't have a cord that I needed when I traveled. I thought I packed it last week. So I didn't get to record an intro to the Rachel Scanlon episode, which I fucking loved. I loved that episode so much. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was really one of my favorites. Um, and here I am. I was in Paris on my own doing like an eat, pray, love, like hoping to find myself and all that. Doing my fake French and all of the French people loved it. I think. I hear Julian fighting with her mother. I'm at my in-law's house and I have a cold and I'm recording this in Julian's brother's childhood bedroom. But I don't have COVID, thank God. Thank la God. I recently read Jennifer Aniston's profile in Allure magazine. And God, I just like, I'm in love with her. I, re- I am still in love with her. And I feel so fucking bad that she went through that IVF journey while the media was like, she can't give Brad a baby. Her broken uterus can't give Brad a baby. Why won't she give Brad a baby? Like, fuck off, man. She's like so amazing. When I was in Paris going through these museums, with my, I was with my friends. I was with my friends. One of my friends turned 30, my dear, dear friend, Max. And we went to Paris for his birthday. And we were in the museums and looking at all of these these women, their figures and the paintings. And his boyfriend turned to me and he said, are you an ass or a tits girl? And to that I say, I don't settle. <laughs> I don't settle, folks. Don't settle. I'm more into the perfect body. You guys, before we get into the episode, uh, an email, doing a little seeking advice moment, answering an email. I'm going to read it right now. My girlfriend and I have been together nine and a half years. We met each other as a random roommates in college. We now have a house and two cats together, and I can't imagine life without her. But I have been carrying a dark secret around for the past eight years, and I finally felt it was time to tell her. In the second year of us dating, I had sex with a male roommate of mine while she was away visiting family. I knew immediately after that it was a mistake and I've never stepped out on a relationship since. She's obviously hurt and trying to process this news now, but she says that she's less upset about the incident and more hurt by the fact that I was able to keep a secret from her for eight years. At the time of the incident, she was extremely distrustful of men and that male roommate was dating a close friend of mine, telling her back then that he would have blown up that friendship and likely ended our relationship. I repress, oh, telling her that back then. I repressed what happened and time got away with me. Now it's been eight years. I'm disgusted with myself for hurting her, but at least I'm not haunted by the this secret in the back of my mind any longer. My question is, would you have preferred to know if you were her? And what do you think I can do now to help us heal from this? Um, man, you should not have told her that. I'm sorry to give you that response, but that is truly 
awful that you shared that. (laughs) Why would you do that? You literally say in the end of the email, but at least I'm not haunted by this secret. Yeah, you just absolved yourself and blew up your relationship. Ah, This is a huge no for me. And I've done the reading, folks. Finished the book. Um, You don't share this. A one-time incident when you're committed to the relationship eight years ago, if you're, you're just sharing it then to absolve yourself and all you will do is literally blow up your relationship. It won't, uh, you're just, you're giving your, you're freeing yourself of some sort of guilt. You've, your own guilt by telling your partner and you're just putting it all on them and it's not fair. And I definitely wouldn't have shared that. But now you have a few choices. And they're not really up to you. They're more up to your partner. You, well, but I mean, it's relationship. But together, you can either break up. You get to build a new relationship. These, and by the way, these aren't ter- my terms I came up with. Esther Perel calls it, God, I'm like literally sucking Esther Perel's dick every episode. She calls it, oh God, I want to know. The builders, I think. The explorers. I should have looked this up. Esther Perel. The builders, the explorer. It's like the builders, the explorers, the girl. Basically, you are able to return to the status quo and keep moving. Those are the rebuilders. They're the sufferers. And you're just going to lament and rue the day. And you just spiral out. And then there are the explorers. So you can redefine things and come up with a new relationship model. The only thing is... That you are, this was eight years ago. So I I don't even know how to begin doing that work. (laughs) I mean, maybe your relationship's great now. And, but but the question is kind of why now? Why did you find the need to bring it up? Because subconsciously you must've known it would, it would create this opening and it would blow things up. But when you, you know, when you bulldoze a building, you're giving yourself to kind of giving yourself a chance to tear out the rot in the foundation. So that's the choice that you get to take, get to choose if you, if you so wish. Woo. But yeah, that's a, that's a brutal one. I mean, I'm not sure what, what the point is other than just kind of getting yourself off the hook. I don't know, freeing yourself of some like torture, some like self-induced torture. Sorry. I know that's not, a pat on the back, but both you both should you should go to couples therapy first of all. You should read uh, State of Affairs, as I say, and you should keep having honest con- uh, conversations. But you you really should read the book and get professional help because it's it, I can't imagine doing this work if you're not supported by someone who's a professional or an outside source, a third party. So yeah, I guess that answers your question. You guys, this week on the podcast. Cammy Crawford, the host of Catfish on MTV. Um, and we talk catfishing. It's really fun. Keep subscribing. Keep li- loving the pod. Keep sharing it. Love the share this week. Comment, subscribe, follow, all of the things, all of the buttons. Tell a friend. And keep emailing the pod. The Allie Colbert Show at gmail.com or call the pod. I miss the voicemails. 833-722-5546. I love you guys. Cheers. What's up? Welcome to the Allie Colbert Show. We're joined today by Cammie Crawford. Cammie Crawford, the current host of MTV's 
catfished. Period. Is it past tense? Catfish. No. Catfish. Catfish. But everyone has been catfished. And when I Googled you before I saw that you're the host of Catfish, I saw that you yourself were catfished. Can you share that story? Because I'm fascinated with catfishing. Well, hopefully you never become a victim. I <laughs> think if anything, I've been a perpetrator. But let me. Good. Let me that hear. I support. Yeah. Um, I was catfished by a friend, actually. So it wasn't even like a dating situation. I was best friends with this girl for no. many, many years. Oh God! And it's she lied to me. Representation. <laughs> yes, Just and she lied to me about everything. Like she faked an engagement. She faked a fiance. Just in- entirely, it wasn't even a real person that Wait, she so was talking to me about. She faked an engagement. Oh, so she lied to you about her relationship. She didn't pretend to be a guy and date you. No, no, no. She was just like my best friend that I lived with, and she would be like, "I'm going to go to Paris with blank." And I'd be like, oh, when are you coming back? And she'd be like, oh, on this day. Then she would call me like from the time zone of wherever the fuck she said she was. She would tell me like, oh, my God, he's getting on my nerves. We just got into a big fight. Why we just had to get separate. This? I have no idea. And I never asked. You want to know why? Because I mind my fucking business. <laughs> it's not my business to know. So, <laughs> OK, so you're living with someone and they're they're fabricating a relationship. Fabricate is like a light word. They're completely making it up. Yeah. There's not there's nothing that's in existence yes. about this person that they're dating. This whole storyline is false. Yes. How do you find out you're being tricked? But that's... by the way, this I just want to say, this is not you being catfished. Well You would be catfished if she was trying to date you. Right. You in were... that sense. But we do have people on, that come on the show that are being catfished by friends because they're like, I thought that you were in a bad situation. I wanted to like give some joy to your life so I made up this person for you to date but I don't actually want to date you romantically I just want you to be happy yes so that's why I say you can get catfished by people that you meet in real life you don't even know if I'm telling you the truth right now I could be lying right now sure you could be but yeah. you know can me why exactly um, <laughs> this is really there. okay so your friend is saying you know I'm going to Paris with so and so so and so and I got in a fight blah 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 and then you are you saying when do I get to meet? Oh yeah, yeah. Him? Oh yeah. All the time I'd be like, when do I get to meet this guy? And like obviously I want to interrogate him, find right. out what his intentions are with my friend. Right. They got engaged. Woo. Yeah. Very exciting. I they got an engaged. invitation. Yeah, I got an invitation in my email from her from his best friend's wife who was planning the engagement party who did not exist because the guy did not exist. So don't right. even worry about it. Right. Don't even worry about putting pieces together. Right. Mm. And are you the only <laughs> friend she's falsely looping into? Like, no, there's a bunch of you. There were a few, but I was like the main. You are the target. Person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I believed all of it. Okay. So when does it come to light? It comes to light when she was telling me one story and somebody that we're close to was telling me another story about where her current whereabouts were. Mm hmm. And I can't even get into how because it's like too close to home. But it was you're still in recovery over this. Yes. Oh, how yeah, long yeah. ago was this? Mm, five years. All right. Time to move on. I would. That's <laughs> I would. But this that really shit, fucked with you. Yeah. Okay. Because we were we lived together yeah. at this point in my life. I wouldn't even take a nap in the same room as this person. That's wow. how like intense it was. Because. Right. You, it, it's just crazy. Like, yeah. think about your best friend in the entire world. Yeah. And everything that they're telling you about the person that they're dating is fake. None of it's real. Yeah. 
I, I'm, I'm doing my best to imagine, but it's almost like very hard to. Yes. To okay, so you 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 can't reveal the details of how you found mm-hmm. out, but you find out in a way that's what crushing. Do you do you get angry was, at this person? No, I couldn't even. I was so in shock. Yeah. And I was like devastated, honestly, because I was like, "How the fuck did I not know? Like, how did I not see this?" Yeah. And also, like, why? But what? also, right. I don't care. I don't want to know. You're crazy. That's all I need to know. I'm out. And I never spoke to her again. That's it. That was it. The day you found out, you didn't speak to her mm-hmm. again? And she found out that I found out. Uh-huh. And so she never approached me either about but talking she, about had it. Had she ever tried to reach out to you since? I have seen her maybe twice since. And she'll talk to me like it was just yesterday that we were best friends. So. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's a strange one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm impressed that you're like just not curious because I, I couldn't I have too many questions to just let that go yeah and that's something I was surprised about when I watched Catfish on MTV was I remember when that show first started it it came after Neve yeah had a documentary mm-hmm. and d- did you see that documentary oh yeah I, I've been a fan of the show since the documentary came out okay. and then I watched it for it's been on for 10 years and Neve is, is filming his relationship with a woman online yeah and so, he's getting excited about this girl yes Yes, his brother yeah. was a film is a filmmaker. Yeah, and he wanted to just like off of a whim was like you're dating this girl like let's capture the moment when you meet her for the first time like not thinking that he's getting catfished. Is that really true? Yes, because that because that is the part yeah. that made me feel like maybe this isn't real. Because why are no. you filming? Like they didn't know. Okay, he was so, just like I want to film this project. You're dating this weird girl from Facebook. Like let's right. and the, the story of it is so interesting. Like let's just film it. And then I I, I remember I was in probably 11th grade Mm -hmm. when I was watching this. And I remember being downstairs of my house. And I remember when he finally pulls up to this woman's house and she was like this, like, I want to say she was some old toothless woman. (laughs) She wasn't toothless. She she felt energetically toothless to me. Yes, yes, energetically And she was married. Yeah. And she was like on Facebook talking to Neve. And what surprised me, which is kind of like your story, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, some different, some big differences. Mm-hmm. Neve didn't like get angry at her and say like, "Hey, mm-hmm. what the fuck, you reptile?" Yeah. Why yeah. is there none of that? There I needs know. to be more anger on catfish. People just they kind of, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then they go back to their trailer. <laughs> I want to see fists. People need to lose eyes. Yeah. I would be so fuck. I would be like, "Are you? Ca- I sent you a picture of my clit." Yeah. And they're like, "Well," and I loved it. And thank you for that. It and is then they wild. just move on. I find that the people who come on the show. More times than not, the catfish actually get more upset with me than like the person who's getting catfished gets upset with the person who's catfishing them. And why would that be? I get cussed out all the time because I ask questions. I ask you, questions. You're pushing that, them to see something yeah. that they're not ready to see. Yeah. Or like I, I want to know. And even if the person that we're helping yeah. isn't ready to ask those questions, like my job is to be the you in my situation. Like right. if you got to talk to the person who catfished me about right. their fucking relationship, you would be like, wait a minute. Like be like the narrator in the story. Be like, hold on. Like, let's talk about this. Yeah. But I think more times, like when it happens to you, mm-hmm. it's such a weird experience. And you almost, you feel bad for the person who's doing it. So it, you feel bad for the person that's catfishing. Yeah. But why do you think, God, there's so much to talk about here. <laughs> Where does the catfishing come from? Because from mm-hmm. my personal from my interpretation of this, people catfish from a place of insecurity. A lot of times that happens. I think now with dating apps and social media, the way that it's designed, 
people, a lot of times we hear from people who are like, I tried putting my picture on the app. I did that for four years. I never got a hit. One day I was just like, you know what? Let me use this picture of Bella Hadid. I don't know why I always use the Hadids as my go-to example. (laughs) I just feel like Bella Hadid. Like, why not? Like, let me use this picture of Bella Hadid and see what happens. Five seconds later, I got all these hits. Everybody wants to talk to me. Everybody wants to be my friend. Everyone wants to fuck me obviously. And then they're just like, well, why would I give that up? Like now I finally have gotten the attention that I've always wanted. Well, but I just, it's, it's such a short sighted plan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, every time we ask like, what was your plan? They're always like, I don't know. I don't know. I was going to come clean when I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, it's amazing. It, it's also amazing how like a relationship that purely exists on text yeah. can feel so intense and real and you've never met the person. Mm-hmm. Which is like, it's just nuts. Yeah. I don't, I don't even, I mean, and what was like the, what was one of the wildest stories that you, you saw having been the host of the show? The one that made me sick to my stomach the most was we had a guy who he, he, I don't even think he was the one who wrote in. I think his girlfriend wrote in Mm -hmm. about a relationship that her boyfriend had had when he was 15, 16 years old. He met the girl on Xbox and you can meet somebody anywhere. That's the one that thing amazing? I've learned. You can and meet someone. Uber, PayPal, Venmo. Anywhere. Your Venmo activity. Yeah. I, I could catfish you with that pizza emoji. 1,000%. So he meets this girl on Xbox. They're like talking in the little, you know, virtual yeah. thingy. Yeah. Go for the flag. Yeah, exactly. And they hit it off. Like now they're on there every single night talking to each other. This is like his whole teenage sure. career of like relationships. Yeah. And he had actual girls that he had met in real life that Mm -hmm. he was breaking up with because he just wanted to date this girl. He was so in love with her. She's sending him nudes. He's like, this is my dream girl. She crushes his heart, breaks up with him. Like, I guess I think she was like cheating on him. There was like a whole backstory. But they never met in person. Never met in person. Right. But she was like causing chaos in his life. And he already had some chaotic things happening in his life. So it was like putting him in a depression, whatever. They break up. He's heartbroken. Years later, he meets the woman who is now his, I think, fiance. Mm -hmm. And he still, like, talks about this girl and, like, the trauma of this relationship. So the girlfriend's like, you know what? Tired of this shit. Let's put an end to it. I'm reaching out to Catfish. She reaches out to us. We do all the research. We find out who the girl was. How did you find that with, like, past information? Like, it was years ago, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something about me. (laughs) If I want to find it. Yeah. If it's there to find. So this is you. This isn't, like, a research team. Well... This is who I am. Okay. But, as a person. On Catfish, I'm always laughing at the research they do because you yeah. see them like Googling. No, that's like, us. that's the research? That is us. But that, how do you go farther back? Well, we have like have facial systems. recognition okay. technology okay. things that right. we use. Like there is Google, yeah, there's yeah. but there's definitely, there's definitely mm-hmm. more. And like, this is the United States. You can find whatever the fuck you want. This is when the I filmed States. Catfish no UK, yeah. you couldn't find anything. You can't even search a phone number there. Here, wow, okay. We can search a phone number. We can search like titles for right. homes, everything. I can anything search your error one order. Whatever the fuck you want to find, yeah. you can find. Okay. So we find who the girl was right. in the pictures that yeah. she was sending him. Mm-hmm. The girl comes forward. This was all on Zoom, by the way, because this was during the pandemic. So we were doing the virtual episodes. Okay. The girl comes on Zoom and she's like, the person who's supposed to be here right now with me is not here. And we're like, who needs to be here? You're here. That's all. That's what we needed. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Such amazing. They have such stories. Yeah. Collect your goodie bag on the way out. Like, yeah. I'm glad you, what else? Glad you, you ne- attended. Yeah. Someone joins the Zoom. Okay. It's a middle-aged woman. Okay. By middle-aged, like, 60. Uh-huh. It's her mom. No. It was her mom. Using her daughter's nudes. Using her daughter's nudes that she would 
take off of her phone when she would fall asleep. The oh. nudes that she was sending her boyfriend at the time when she was 18, 19 years old, she was using that to send to 15, 16 year old boys online. So immediately my reaction is prison. prison. You should go to jail. Pedophilia. However, I guess the issue, <laughs> the issue at that time in the state that he lived in yeah. was that he was within, he was within range at 15, 16 years old. Right. So it was totally That's legal. That's like a legal, it's within yeah. some legality that yeah, yeah, you yeah. can be an old woman mm -hmm. hitting on a 15 year old boy in whatever state this is. Yeah. And I was how talking about, to- How about the, the crime of using your daughter's nudes? Exactly. Though? And I said that to the daughter. I was like, are you not- enraged like if my mom was doing some shit like that I would beat her ass and I right. love my mom but yeah. like what kind of weird shit is that yeah and she was like we've been through like countless amounts of therapy and like we've recovered I'm like I could never recover I could never no, I could recover. Never recover I could no. never recover and the catfishing that involves a loved one takes on a double yes uh, spite yes pain it's just like I don't know the word but it, it just it, it becomes you know it's, it's doubly violating yeah that yeah. is insane that yes. your mother is using your nudes. You know, have you seen Rami? No. Season three, there's um, Rami's mother is using his sister's dating app to like talk. It's it feels for similar. herself. Or she's, for... she's trying to find men because she's a good Muslim mother. She's trying to find men to marry mm, her daughter. OK, but she kind of flirts with the idea of talking to these men on her own. It's kind of like if, if this went really terribly, it would be your story. Yeah. But that is wild. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. I have a personal catfishing story that I want to share. I wouldn't really call it catfishing, uh -oh. but I would think it was it's sort of like catfish light. Okay. So I remember when I was in, I want to say I was in like, oh God, I must have been like fifth grade or something. And Facebook had just come out. Mm -hmm. And at the time you had to be in college to start a Facebook. Right. So everyone who was starting a Facebook, I think we're like the same. I'm 29. Yeah. So everyone who was starting a Facebook was lying about the year that they were born yeah. or like the college they went to so that they could start the profile anyway gossip girl was a hit show at the time and mm -hmm. my friends and i i don't know why we did this we were away for one weekend my friends and i made facebook profiles of all the gossip girl characters <laughs> sounds very millennial teenage times so, so i had <laughs> a profile of like you know pen badgley and blake lively mm -hmm. and i like had them request to be in a relationship with each other mm -hmm. and it was very fun I would we would post on their each other's walls like I love you I love yeah. you I, I, the fact that this was entertaining to me is I, I don't even understand I mean maybe it was like an upgrade from Sims where I was just like oh my god I two avatars like making each other come in a bed yeah same woohooing all the time exactly but this I was like oh there's public proof of this this is cool so yes. whatever I'm in a we're in a relationship and I remember I was like running the the pen Badgley page for a minute and then I started getting messages from this one girl who was like in her 20s. She was a hot blonde girl. I was a closeted lesbian at the time. And she's like, hey, baby. And I'm like, hey, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. And I remember got getting into a habit of a period of about three months messaging this girl off of the Penn Badgley Facebook account and having intense sex with this girl. I love that. It was really <laughs> fun That's really me. exciting. It was really thrilling. But I do you think she was real? I think she was real because she was messaging from a real pro from a profile that to me at that age seemed real. OK, the amount of friends, the amount of photos. I didn't think this is fake. Uh -huh. I would be curious if I could go back now yeah. and look at it. But it was pretty clear that I wasn't real. Well, you would think I would think. Yeah. But oh, my God. Anyway, 
I also would like to say that, you know, everyone to a certain extent is catfishing a little. Yes. When you don't update that profile picture yes. for the last two years, you're soft catfishing. Yes. We you call know? it kitten fishing. You do? Kitten fishing. Did you say that on the show? Yeah. We've, we've talked about it before. Oh I mean, there's so God. many different types yeah, of catfishing. Everyone, everyone's kitten fishing. Yeah. And by the way, you know, it's okay to kitten fish in, in moderation. I'm the queen kitten fish. Like, come on. You can't go out there right away and be like, this is me. Yeah. That's not how it works. No. You're not going to find anyone. Nobody wants to hear that baggage. But, they don't want to uh, know. Yeah. It's, seriously, <laughs> no one wants to hear about how your dreams are broken. No. Just, just move on with it. But wow, catfish. Yeah. Catfishing mm-hmm. is such a like a millennial like phenomenon. Yeah. It's really amazing that the internet allows us to pretend to be other people. Yeah. There was this website. I don't know if you've ever heard of it called Second Life. Wait, yes. But why have I heard about this? Maybe because you're like deep in this work. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember using that website when I was in high school. It just came out. And you like, again, have an avatar, meet people. And yes. like, there's all this like cyber sex you can have. Yeah. And like all these crazy things and just like the metaverse, all of these things. As we continue to like strengthen our online presence yeah. and these abilities, to the ability to create an avatar, the ability to like enter some whatever universe that's online. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna like, oh, it's just wild. You're gonna come across it. But if you think about it, like even us being in the same age range. Yeah. Same age. Yeah. Back in the day on AIM chat rooms, yeah. did you call it AIM or AIM? I called it AIM. I feel like everyone says a different thing. Yeah, I always said matter. AIM. It doesn't fucking matter. It was our own thing. We could yeah. do whatever we wanted. Whatever you want. But we, <laughs> when you would be in a chat room yeah. and someone Ding. would be like ASL, yeah. I would always be like 21, female, Hollywood, California, or like Miami, or like yeah. something. And it, I was like 12. I know. So we've been doing it from a very young age. Yeah, it's your instinct. And yeah. is it because you're trying to like, what is it that, why would you lie? Because you know I'm too young to be in the, in this room. Do you remember yeah. chat rooms? Yes. Oh my God. I would go, you remember chat roulette? Yes. Just all the men masturbating? Yes. Yeah. And like weird fake beheadings or whatever was happening. There was so much crazy shit happening on the internet. Yeah. There's crazy shit happening now, but I feel like we're so desensitized because we've seen so much wild Totally. I say, I say this all the time. It's like the, the internet is an ocean and we've had so much shit thrown in our face that we're just kind of numb to it now. Yeah. But you host uh, Relationship, by the way, which is yeah. a great title. Thanks. And Cammie also has a podcast on Dear Media. Um, so in preparation for our episode, I had people write in their relationship questions hey. for us to answer. I love that. Um, so let's get started with that. Let okay. me see a good one. How about this? When to have convo about your relationship wants... Now, people always ask the same question. I've talked about this on the Jordana Abraham episode, but basically this defining the relationship question. Mm-hmm. What What are your thoughts on that before I kind of go off? <laughs> before I before I tell you this the up. truth. <laughs> I think I am a very... And give people some of your like relationship yes. things right now. Yes. Context. So I am currently dating somebody exclusively. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> it's very weird uh-huh. for me. That's but not I, like, common for you. Ex- I mean, it is. Okay. I'm like a monogamous, like relationship, serial monogamous queen. Like okay. that. I'm always in a relationship. Yeah. I have been since I was in my first relationship when I was 13. Wow. And I... With that guy from the chat room. Right, exactly. Well, actually, I did meet a guy on Facebook that I ended up dating. And then wow. there was another guy that like I had never met him in person, but we met on Facebook. And then the first day that we met, we started dating. Only hot girls meet people on Facebook. <laughs> Sorry. There's like... 
It's just like, of course, you're getting messaged on Facebook being like, yes. we should date. I'm getting messages on Facebook like, do you want my fridge? I'm like, no. Stop. Not the white refrigerator. I know. But I, you know, I'm dating now. Yeah. I got on Raya for the first time. I'd never been on a dating app before. But now I'm off Raya very quickly. It was okay. like grand opening, grand closing. Yeah. But <laughs> I was in a five-year relationship that mm-hmm. ended last year. Mm-hmm. And like dating is just, it, it, it was weird for me. Like the idea of meeting somebody. Yeah. I think everyone's a murderer. So I'm just like, am I going to get murdered? Like there's a 50-50 chance right. for me well, at all times. Well, you do have a career that's made you jaded probably. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, but I've... I've realized and like I'm painfully straight, unfortunately. Yeah. With dating men, I've I've come to realize that like allow them to ask or to like say, this is like, let's take this a step further. Mm-hmm. I feel like as a woman, I'm not gonna be running after a man being like, What are we? What are we? Like, fuck off. You either wanna be with me or you don't. <laughs> and until you say you do, I'm single. Okay. So, uh, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I hear what Tell you're saying. Is that a misogynistic answer? Sure. Yeah, of course. Sure. Of course. Sure, but here's the deal. Dating is obviously misogynistic inherently. Mm-hmm. And I've said this to, to the listeners before that in some ways I do feel like I'm, I have these like hetero norms that mm-hmm. are kind of ingrained into my dating. You know, let the man define the relationship. Uh, okay, but, mm-hmm. but more so what I think is is important rather than I'm going to define it or he's going to define it is really just not putting the onus on like I wouldn't I wouldn't ask the question. Yeah. Don't ask the fucking question yeah. and then no one's defining it. Yeah. It will become clear. Yeah. If you feel insecure and it's not clear, mm-hmm. then like go have another therapy session. Yes. By the way, you can always share whoever you are, man, woman, whatever. This is where I'm at. I'm not seeing other people right now. But yeah. don't fuck. I'm not into the asking for something in return. No. I just don't think it's just not sexy. No, it's not. You know, it's not. It's like, and somebody's bound to get their feelings hurt until unless you are one of those rare people where you're like, oh, my God, me, too. I'm not dating anybody else either. Like, right. should we just be dating each other? That doesn't happen all the time. It's really hard. I mean, I yeah. feel for straight women because I think this really is harder for them. But, you know, fortunately, none of them listen to my podcast. <laughs> I think there's probably some straight women <laughs> listening to this, but eh, guys, eh, don't ask. Stop dating men. That's yeah, the advice I have yes. for you. What are you doing? It's good advice. Seriously, women will make you come so much faster. Anyway, Facts. I mean. So I've heard. Yeah, so you've heard. But look, uh, <laughs> leave it up to the guy. I mean, uh, he's probably not even. Uh, yeah, and they're stupid. So like, when are they going to ask So you? like, go get a master's degree. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's what I think. I mean, <laughs> how? Oh, here's a good one. How long do you chat on the apps before going on a date? Well, according to the people on Catfish, you should chat for about five years. Yeah, a minimum of five years, <laughs> and then send them at least a thousand dollars, and then go on a date. Yeah. No, I the guy that I'm dating now that I met on Raya, mm-hmm. we matched on a. Sun- I met on Raya. Yeah. Say it three more times. The guy that I met on Raya, <laughs> who's so totally gorgeous, <laughs> we matched on Saturday, and we went on our first date on Sunday. Wow. Yeah. That's fast. Yeah. That's a little, that's too fast for me, guys. I wouldn't recommend that. You have to understand, you can't, I'm sorry, you can't take dating tips from, I'm realizing this now, don't take dating tips from Miss Teen USA 2010. You know what? Get dating tips from someone who looks like a crocodile because I understand that all of you are fucking feral animals listening to this. No, because when you're a model, I don't know, leave it up to him. I can meet you in an hour. Listen to me, all you fuglies. Take a week and then get off the app. You're of like, course you get away with apply. all this shit. She's getting no. away with hot girl shit. And listen to me, most of us were janky looking. You know what? I do 
use my pretty privilege to my advantage. You're using your pretty privilege and it's not, listen, we're not all pretty. Well, okay. I say demand what the fuck it is that you want. But I didn't even Except have to ask him. Except for a relationship with a guy. Right. Then she says, shut your fucking right. mouth and be ready for dinner tomorrow. Yeah, I'm misogynist. <laughs> yeah. Let, let the internal misogyny take over. Okay, and you're speaking for Just all sit straight back girls. back and relax. Yeah. Don't stay on that app too long, ladies. No. Do not stay on that app too long. That is a very quick window. Yes. Keep it hot. Yes. Get out. I think two weeks maximum. The cookies will burn. Yeah. Two all weeks right? max. Two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Ma- ten days, yeah. Ten days. By yeah. the way, don't do catching up on the app. No, we're no, not no. catching up. I don't want to catch up. How's your morning? I haven't met you for drinks yet. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like the conversation. Also, drinks, not coffee. I don't think that you should go on any first date getting coffee. Coffee is a breakup date. That's where you, that's where you go to break up. With you, people. I, I, do people really get coffee? I mean, yeah. coffee's not a first date, guys. No. If brunch? any of you think yes. coffee's a first, I hate brunch. I like brunch. I, of course you like brunch. We're enemies. <laughs> of course you like brunch. I other. do not like brunch. I think it's a terrible meal with $32 what? French toast. It's not, it's just not for you me. You don't like mimosas? I don't like a whole meal designed around dick. What drink are you going to get on a date? No, I'm not going to, I'm. Uh, for me, I have a whole, listen, I'm a different level than all of you. <laughs> I'm not going for drinks on a date. I'm very savvy. I could take a girl anywhere and find a way to get into her pants. This doesn't apply to all of you guys, okay? Flex. Listen to me. <laughs> I just bought a house in Beverly Hills. Yes. And my boyfriend on Raya yes. and I are in a different league. Listen to me. You got to do drinks. Even if you're sober, you got to relapse on the date, yes. folks. You can't have a date. <laughs> not you, relapse. You can't. No, relapse. The, th- the 13th step. Keep drinking. Oh, my God. No, no. Of course this not. Is horrible Of course advice. not. Take an edible. Loosen up, loosen up yeah. your the intermission. All right, <laughs> okay. Let's see, red flag or deal breaker? There, this is a this is a funny one. Eh, maybe we'll give you a better one. Hold up, do you believe in right person, wrong time? No, really. I think that if it was the right person, it would come at the right time. I, or is it the other way around? I think if I don't believe in wrong. Right? No. What the fuck am I talking about? No. The answer is no. <laughs> no. I don't believe in right wing, right. wrong election. Right. I believe, I don't believe in right handed left. On La Cienega Boulevard. I think, I think that there's some truth to it. Mm-hmm. I think that there's some truth. Like, I have to say, Julian, my fiance, that is an act. We are actively fighting against the fact that it's the wrong time uh, because Jules is older than me. And that's the only time when the time I think actually becomes an issue is when there's a significant age gap mm-hmm. and then it has to do with children. Okay. Yes, I agree with that. But other than that, why is it the wrong time? I just feel like everything will find a way in its own time. So like when it is the right time, if it's still the right person, it will be the right person. Live, laugh, right love. Right term. Exactly. Live, laugh, love. Exactly. You know what? Yeah, you're right. If it really yeah. is the right person. Mm-hmm. I know I'm jaded, but I'm a romantic at heart. I really think we can make this work, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I really think you can make it work. Yes. Even if he's going to grad school and yeah. you have to go take that stupid job in the Midwest because you're not good enough to be on national news. If you want it bad enough, it's going to take work. Like, if you no want it bad what. enough, you'll get a stomach ulcer. That's what yeah. I always say. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's exactly what I was thinking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, let's do this. This I think this is a great question for us because I think we're we're really experts. I think we're onto something. Mm-hmm. Red or green flags based on your dating app profile. I'm curious what you would think a green flag on a dating app profile is. 
because we have so many red flags. I mean, if it's a man, it's automatically a red flag. But so, why aren't you dating women? I would. I I ask myself this. You can't get every behind it. day. You can't do it. You can't eat. Pussy. I just can't eat pussy. That's really it. But have you made out with girls? No. So you can't even do that. Either. I don't want Cammy? boobs. I don't want boobs touching me. So there's a lot more going. So you're really straight, Cammy. I, just, I painfully. This is a segment in my I podcast. So you're it. really straight. So painfully. what the fuck? Okay. I have looked at myself in the mirror multiple times and asked myself why. You've, you've just said Why not What is going on That we can't do this But the Get thought, together team The thought of a breast Yeah Touching me Yeah Repulses you I just don't want it Oh my god I have the When the thought of a breast Touching me <laughs> Excites me like nothing else I would murder Every family member If I could have a new breast Touch me every day No Bye bye mom Bye bye dad No Sisters It was fun Titties I would rather get smacked In the face with Five dicks Than have Two breasts okay. pressed up against my face. I have to say, not only are you straight, you're angry about it. I am. I'd rather. I'm pissed. I'd rather get assaulted by a, <laughs> by a dick than kiss a girl. And I had all these people are lying. I'd rather Is get smacked in the head with a cock. That's. Wow, okay. Uh, that's nice, Cammy. You really sound like you want to be a lesbian. Um, all of your listeners have just turned this off. No, They're my like, listeners love you because you're laughing. Because if you laugh, you're, you get it. You get it. I know how it sounds. And I hate it for myself. No, I, I don't think you're trying hard enough. You think that I don't want to be loved tenderly? <laughs> I do. You know what? There's plenty of men on Raya who will love you tenderly. Oh, well, I found the one. So You found the one. I can't believe If he's not you. it, then God By the way, you guys, me. Cammie thinks she's found the one after five months. Yeah. I'm a Libra moon. Five Let months. Let me have my moment. Five months. Yeah. Five months, those chemicals are still popping off in your brain. Yeah, I know. Do you live with him? No. Cammy, Cammy, <sighs> stop throwing around the one. You don't even live with his dirty socks. The one who loves me tenderly. You found the one who loves you tenderly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You really like feel like a woman would. What? Right. You touch his dick like it's a big clip. Yes. Okay. This is a great. This is a great question, and I think it's really worthwhile answering. Can an eight-year friendship, so can a long friendship turn into a relationship? Yeah. I think, think it, so? I think it can. Yeah. I mean... You know Tinks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Tinks has that box theory? Yes, I'm yes. talking about her like she's a... Like, yes. I'm like, you know Karl Marx? Yes. <laughs> you know this famous philosopher? You know Socrates? Yes. yes. He has a theory. Exactly. You know, you're Confucius, in the friend... Yes. Right. You're in the friend zone. Mm -hmm. You're in the fuck zone or you're in the dating zone. Mm -hmm. I think those were her, her zones. I don't really know. Well, it's like she basically says like when you meet someone, they automatically put you in a box and it's like, okay, this is like marriage material. This is like fuck buddy material. This is like right nothing, like just friends. Right. But I think, I don't know. I've had people who I was friends with for a long time that I ended up fucking, but we didn't end up in a relationship. But right. like you can test the water. Yeah. But like prepare for that friendship to no longer be what you thought it prepare was. Prepare to lose the friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why are you friends with someone who you would fuck and you're not? Well, I didn't know I was going to fuck him until we well, did. Well, not you specifically, <laughs> but... <laughs> I hadn't thought you about it. You start crying. <laughs> I, no, I, mean, just, I had no idea. I had no idea. I it mean, just came out of nowhere. Right. I wonder, like, you know, I don't know why. Like, I have some friends who, if I were drunk, mm -hmm. I would have sex with them. And I would probably be like, ugh. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, I'm talking about guy friends too. Yeah. And I and I think I would be curious, but I'm not like I would be in a relationship with you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I I 
have never wanted to be in a relationship. This is going to sound like another Miss Teen USA thing. So yeah, just fucking world peace. Just World take it. peace. Just take it. I've never wanted to be with someone that yeah. I haven't said I want to be with you or like I haven't made like those moves or made it obvious that like I was interested yeah. and didn't then end up dating them. And what are you what are you trying to tell us? Anything that I want, I get. Yeah, that, is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I actually, I think that I think that it's usually the friendship thing happens when this is a an assumption is when straight girls say the guy's too ugly mm. or the guy's lame, mm-hmm. and then they after eight years whittle down their standards. Yeah. And finally say, you know what? He's funny. I'm sleeping with Mark. Yeah. And they go, Mark? And you go, listen, yeah. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I have to freeze my eggs pretty soon. Yeah. I can't afford rent on my own. Mark's been hanging around. Yeah. He already knows about my family. Yes. I might as well shack up with him. Yeah. And that lowering of your standards, that's something that really happens with straight women in particular because yeah. straight women are so tired. Never before has there been more straight women like Cammy looking yeah. at yourself in the mirror and going, please, dear God, let me wake up gay. It's a problem. They're, men, you are failing women. They're so devastated. And they're yeah. all coming to my house and I'm serving them all hummus. As you should. And <laughs> I'm coming over after this. this. She's coming over after this. We love tenderly you with guys, some hummus on the side. Relationship. Relationship. This is a lot of relationship going down. Okay, one last question. Hold back when you have PMS or rage on him because you've been thinking about it all month anyway? Question mark. Hold back what? Yeah, hold back what, you murderer? <laughs> Can I hold back on smacking? Hold back what? Oh, someone says, do, what, what do you think, Allie, about doing mushrooms on a first date? No. I think that's a terrible idea. No. I think that's a terrible idea. It's very unsafe. It's very unsafe. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's like super unsafe. I think it's like emotionally unsafe. Like, yes. what do you, why would you put yourself in that position? No. No one else no. has that question, Anna. Okay. <laughs> um, that's just you. You guys... Cammy's podcast is also on Dear Media. Like I said, relationship. You can follow Cammy where? At Cammy Crawford so, on all platforms. Tell them, tell them where else they can find you. And of course, Catfish. It well now. Catfish. Who knows what what day they're going to air who the knows? new season? Who knows? But I'm on all the things. Cool. There's a lot of shit coming. But relationship airs every Friday. Thank you. On all platforms. Thanks. Join me for my sad straight life. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.